This is the Tyson Durfee Show. Compete, lead, and become a champion. All right, how are we doing? I hope we're doing amazing. I hope you're having an amazing day, and I just want to celebrate you. I thank you for being here in this training. And you know what? As always, I hope what I'm doing adds value to your life. I hope you take it and implement it and use it and just treat your life as like a toolbox. And all these things that you learn about your mindset, about your confidence, about overcoming failure, all that stuff, it's another tool in your toolbox and pull it out and use it as you need. Now, today's training is all about how to handle failure. And that could be like failure at a competition, could be failure at a football game, could be failure at a rodeo, could be failure in a conversation with a loved one. I mean, you wanted to get your point across and just didn't work out. It could be failure in your finances or it could be so many things. And the cool thing about the training today is what I'm going to teach you will apply across all platforms. That's why we're calling this breakthrough failure. Don't get stuck in it. You know, has there ever been a point in your life where you just felt like you were stuck in that failure? You were stuck in that moment to where you couldn't get out of it. Like you replayed it over and over and over and over again in your mind and you just couldn't let it go. And to me, I learned early on in my career as a professional athlete and a rodeo cowboy that the quicker I could let go of that failure, the quicker I could move into the winning mindset. The quicker I could let go of that failure at the last event, the last rodeo, the last negative conversation, the quicker I can move into the fruit of the future that I wanted. So I'm going to be teaching you a whole bunch of tips, tricks, strategies, all of these things that I use that help me overcome massive failure. And trust me, guys, I know myself, I've had massive failures in relationships. I've had massive failures in my finances. I've had massive failures in competition and rodeo. I mean, can I get an amen if you too have had like some massive failures? So at the end of the day, recognize failure as what it truly is. It's a learning experience. I know people would say, oh, I'd rather learn from my winnings than from my failures. But at the end of the day, you know, failure is inevitable if you're a high achiever like you are. If you're a go-getter and you're somebody who really wants to grow and go to the next level, failure is going to happen. It's just part of the process. So accept it as that. So without further ado, uh, because I don't want to ramble on, I want to give you like true value. I'm going to be going through some flashcards and I'm going to be talking to you about different ways you can handle it. So the first thing that I do, anytime I get to a competition and it doesn't go good, I don't get the outcome that I want is I always dive into what I call my 10 minute rule. So I believe that there should be a space and time that when you get done with a competition, with a negative talk, with a loved one, argument on the phone, you should give yourself some time to vent and let it out. Have you ever had something go terribly wrong and you just held it up inside and then you went out through the day and you were thinking about it and replaying it over in your mind like, I would have said that and I would have got them right. I would have said this. If I could do it over again, I would have done that or this. And then you kind of maybe took it out on somebody that you actually loved. You actually want to help. And they said something to you and you just bleh, you blurted it out to him. You held it inside so long and you just blurted it out to him. And they're like, whoa, where did that come from? Right? This isn't the person that I thought I was talking to. And we show a side of ourselves at times if we hold things in, especially our failures, that is not truly us. 
it's not truly you. It's not truly me. A lot of times when we blow up is because there's pressure inside, inside our heart, inside our mind, inside all these places. And we hold it in, we hold it in, we hold it in. We think of all the things we could have done, should have done, would have done. And then we just, we blast out and we explode. And a lot of times when we explode, it's usually to our friends. It's usually to our family members. It's usually to the people that we absolutely love the most. So give yourself some grace. Give yourself 10 minutes to just relive it, to let it go, to deal with it, and then move on. Say, you know what? After 10 minutes, bam, it's done. And choose, strategically choose in your mind to take a step forward and say, you know what? No more am I going to carry this with me. No more am I going to stew on what I could have done, should have done, would have done. I choose to move forward in this moment. I gave myself 10 minutes to do whatever I wanted. Scream, yell, break something if you have to. Tear a piece of paper up. Just literally grab a piece of paper and be like, rip, 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 rip. Oh, I feel so much better after tearing up this piece of paper. So give yourself 10 minutes to just vent, to let it out. Now, I do recommend if you're somebody and you're really mad and you had a massive failure and you're around a ton of people, don't scream out loud. They're going to think you're crazy. Don't scream in that instance. If you're wanting to scream or you need to get upset or get mad, do it somewhere. You can be alone. Don't do it in front of people. Don't do it in front of your kid. Don't do it in front of your loved one. Go do it by yourself. Go to a punching bag. If you're a guy and you got a punching bag in the garage, go to the punching bag. You need to do some push-ups, do some push-ups. Whatever you need to do, just let it out. Don't bottle it up inside. If you need to call somebody and talk about it, call somebody and talk about it, but keep it in 10 minutes. Do not let it drag on for hours and hours and hours and days and days and days. Give yourself 10 minutes, do whatever you want within that 10 minutes and move on. That's the 10 minute rule. It's something that I've talked about indefinitely in social media. It's something I've talked about in the No Limits Mentorship Program. And it's something that I'm going to continue to teach because I truly believe it. This one time, and I'll give you a quick story about the 10 minute rule. I was at OMAC Washington at a rodeo and I just got a hat and I'd been to like probably 10 rodeos with this hat and it was a straw hat. And anybody knows me knows that I never wear straw hats. I just don't do it. I don't like the feel of them. They feel light. They feel flimsy. I just couldn't win anything in this straw hat. And after I got done with my run, it went really bad. Like I probably missed her. And I didn't even remember how I did, but I knew it was really bad. Took care of my horse, took all my stuff off. Didn't explode, didn't blurt it out. Take my hand off my head. And I put it in my hands and I just slowly begin to smash this hat. Like I smashed this out into a ball as like this big. And it's so funny because I didn't yell. I didn't scream. I didn't do anything. I just was like, that's it. I'm never wearing a straw hat ever again. And I crumpled it up into a ball. I walked over the trash can with a smile. And I said, chuck that sucker. And I said, nope. And really what that was for me was a metaphor. Like I was taking off all the bad things that happened, all the bad luck, all the not winning, all the stuff that I was going through. And I was throwing it in the trash. It just happened to be that my hat that day was the tool that I used to do that. Now, something funny happened. There's a guy named Trevor Knowles. Some of you may know who he is. He's a, I don't know, probably 14, 15 time national finals qualifier. One of the greatest bulldoggers ever. He won uh, five go rounds at one national finals out of 10. Uh, the guy is amazing. He walked up. He's like, he's like, Durfee, that was a pretty good hat crunching. That's the best I ever saw. And I kind of like, I was like, because <laughs> normally when guys, you know, they throw their hat in the dirt or they, they do that like at a rodeo, it's normally like this big emotional, like, nah. But for me, I was like, no, I'm done. This hat's gone, not wearing it anymore. And so that was part of my 10 minutes. 
I put the hat in the trash can. I got over it. I went on to make the national finals and probably do pretty good at the NFR. And so at the end of the day, give yourself 10 minutes. Do what you need to do in 10 minutes and just get over it. Choose. Make a choice that I choose not to carry it forward. 10 minute rule. That's the first thing that you can do to overcome a massive failure. 10 minute rule. Okay, the next thing is, and it's kind of like a little phrase, but this one's incredibly important. I recognized this many years ago as a young athlete, as a guy coming up, I dealt with a lot of family drama. I don't know if anybody else did at the time. And I just recognized the energy in the room. So this one is called where energy goes, emotion flows. So your energy is a lot of times matched with emotion and they're both going somewhere. So think about the energy after a major failure or something that actually happened. You missed a calf. You dropped the pass. Your horses or your animals didn't work as good as they should have at the show. Where is your energy going? Right? So if our energy is, oh man, I wish I would have roped that calf. Or, oh man, I wish I would have caught that pass. Or, oh man, I wish I would have done better at the show. Or, oh man, I wish I would have talked better to this person. Notice that energy is very negative. That negative energy breeds negative emotions. So watch your energy. If your energy is flowing towards negativity, which is reactive, then your emotions are also going to flow in a reactive state. So if we go through these steps or use some of these things that I'm talking about, it's going to put you in a proactive state. So much of life, so much of success, so much of winning is based on being in a proactive state saying, this is what I will do. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to show you how I'm going to do it. See, that's very proactive. Now, on the flip side, if my energy is flowing towards a negative, oh, I wish I wouldn't have missed, or oh, I wish I wouldn't have broke the barrier, or, I wish I wouldn't have hit that barrel, or I wish I would have done that. You see how that is very negative. And with that negative energy comes negative emotions. With the positive energy comes positive emotions. So if you're trying to handle your failure, be strategic as to what energy that you're putting out into the world, okay? It has to do with our thoughts. It has to do with our mind. It has to do with the way we carry our body. Are we walking around like, oh, oh I missed a calf or I rank the barrier. I bucked off a bull or I didn't mark the horse out or my dog didn't work good. Like, oh, are we slouched? Are we down? Or are we like, hey, you know what? Mm, that sucks. But you know what? I'm gonna have a smile anyway and I'm gonna continue to go do my job. No, you'll always notice one thing about me. After my 10-minute rule, my energy is, bam, it's back. My energy is, bam, focused and ready to win again because I know the quicker that I can cut the loss in the past, the quicker I can get back to winning. So the next thing is watch what your energy is telling you. Is your energy negative? Are your shoulders down? Do you keep thinking about all the bad things going on in your life? Or is your energy high? Shoulders back, chest out, chin up, move forward at all costs, burn the boats and keep going and keep winning. You know, there's something that I learned a long time ago with my childhood and it wasn't easy. My childhood wasn't easy. It was crazy, ton of work. And the energy of my childhood at the time was very, very, very down. I was never enough money to get to the end of the month. We had some feeder cattle and we roped and we had all this stuff and, and the health of our calves was always a big thing. And it always like in constant state of reaction mode. This happened, so we got to do this. We don't have enough money, so we can't buy anything nice. We were always living in reaction. And that energy grows. Your energy 
is tied to your emotions. If your energy is low, is sulky, is down, your emotions are going to be low and sulky down. But on the flip side, if our energy is high, yep, you know what? I did a thing, not a big deal. Notice how my emotions go to thinking towards future. Ah, I can, I will, I must, I, I have to. Those emotions are positive. So if you find yourself after a failure stuck in a state of constant negativity, stand up. Like I said a minute ago, shoulders back, chest out, chin up, stand in a positive state for a few minutes and think about some things that you can, you must, and you will do in the future. But notice this, where energy goes, emotion flows. So you're high energy, you're going to be thinking about great things, great emotions. You're low energy, down. You're going to be thinking about negativity. Remember that. Where energy goes, emotion flows. Bam. All right. The next one is something that I like to do because after I do my 10-minute rule, I'm consciously thinking about what am I projecting out in the world? Now I'm in a space that in my mind that says, okay, now that I'm feeling better, I've got it out of my system. Now it's time for me to reflect and forget. As a professional athlete, and I've been a professional roper for 20 years. This is my 20th season professional. I've learned a lot about how to let go of losses, how to let go of failure, how to let go of negative conversation with a loved one or people. If you could imagine all the conversations that I've had over 20 years of competing against people in a sport where you're an individual and your job is to beat them, there's been a lot of negative conversations in that 20 years. The difference is, is how I handle it. Now, after I go through my 10-minute rule, I'm watching my energy, I'm going to reflect and ask myself a few of these simple questions like, what did I learn from that last thing? If it was a run at a rodeo and I didn't execute the basics properly, what did I learn from that run? Now, the next question is, how can my training and how can my practice reflect an outcome that I want in a future competition? Notice there's two questions that I ask myself. Number one, what caused the problem to start with? Number two, in my practice, in my training, how can I change it to project the future that I want, the future run, the future conversation, the future business, the future whatever it is for you? Notice that the reflection is past tense, okay, but it's not negative. We're not beating ourselves up. We're not saying, oh, blah, 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 I can't believe I did that. Blah, 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 I'm an idiot. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. We don't waste time with all that because that's a loser mindset. You guys are champions. You specifically are a winner. And so when we're going to reflect back, what can I learn? That's it. I'm not going to beat myself up. Not going to live in the past, but what can I learn? This is the one time that I think it's okay to look backwards. I'm not a big guy that likes to live in the past. I like to live in the present right now and the future. Right now where I'm at, where am I going? Where am I at? Where am I going? That's constantly in my mind all the time. Where am I at? Where am I wanting to go? Same for you. Where are you at? Where do you want to go? If you catch yourself thinking about the past too much, that usually represents negativity. That usually represents a person who is like living in reaction mode, not proaction mode. So when we reflect, we say, what can I learn? And then the next question is, now I'm going to take what I'm learned. How can I apply this in my practice, in my daily life to project the future that I want? The next part of that is to forget. Once you've handled it, and you know an action plan moving forward saying, hey, I want to do this, this, and this in my training coming up, and then that's going to give me the outcome that I want, you can forget about it. 
You don't have to hold on to, oh, I made a mistake. You don't have to hold on to, can you believe the, what she said to me? That's so disrespectful. I'm so offended. You don't have to hold on to that stuff. You can be you from the present into the future without having that ball and chain of the past dragging in the heavy sand behind you. This is strategy. This is actually working at what it takes instead of hoping that things get better. I don't believe in just wishing or hoping all the time without strategy, without planning, without all these things that it takes to move the needle forward for yourself. Reflect and then forget about it. That's it. Bam. Done. All right. The next one's super cool. This one is one of those things that I hope that you printed off the PDF growth sheet and you're actually filling it out with a pen and paper because in the goal setting, the Rope Smart Goal System said, if you look at the statistics, we know that people that write things down get things done. Those who don't, uh, probably forget. Okay. So I want you printing off the PDF growth sheet and I want you to write this down because this is incredibly important. All right. The next one, incredibly important that you do this. Please do this. I promise you it will help your frame of mind, especially if you're dealing with failure. All right, I call this one the thought box. Within the thought box, you have to have an inventory of positive thoughts. The thought box is this box. It's like, think of like Pandora's box. It's like, oh, let open Pandora's box and everything's going to go crazy. Imagine the exact opposite. Like if you had a box full of amazing things that just, bam, brought your mind back. That, bam, put you in a state of gratitude. That bam made you think that you could win again. The thought box is a word or a phrase that brings that thought back quickly. Most people who have listened to my podcast or know anything about me know about the negative thought recognition system, the RTR, rapid thought replacement system. If we're going to use that in this, this is like the fuel to the fire. Because those who are strategic and those who want to win and those who know that there is going to be some failure in their life know that they have to be able to pull these emotions out of a box, these memories out of a box at a drop of a hat so that they're ready to put their self, their mind in a state to win again. So the thought box is basically Pandora's box full of amazing, amazing memories that you can just go back to and grab quickly. Now, what could that be for you? That could be you walking your wife down the aisle. Maybe you're a bit older. Maybe you're walking your daughter down the aisle. Maybe it's the memory of the birth of a child. Maybe it's uh, the thought of you winning really big somewhere. Maybe it's the thought of you having an awesome conversation with somebody that you really struggled talking to. You know, I don't know what it is for you, but I can honestly tell you the most powerful thoughts that I've ever had was the day that I watched my wife walk down the aisle to me. I remember thinking, golly, she is so beautiful. How did I get so lucky? How am I so blessed? Thank you, God, for this amazing time. And that, to this day, like just thinking about my wife and how beautiful she was, that puts me in a state of just like gratitude and thankfulness. And there's no emotion, no negativity, nothing like that out there that can overpower it because it's the most powerful memory I have in my brain. Another one, birth of my children. Praise. When my daughter Praise came into the world, when my daughter Risen came into the world, when Tyan came into the world, these are thoughts that are in my thought box that just says, bam, Tyson, get it back. Get your mind right. All you have to do is think about these things and bam, it comes back. Another one could be winning the world, winning the American, if we're thinking about rodeo or winning or anything like that. Bringing those past memories back into the right frame of mind now, bring me back. 
And one good exercise that you can do with this is in your PDF growth sheet, there's going to be a box. Just write down a word or a phrase that, bam, brings your mind back to that positive memory. Use the thought box. Print off your PDF growth sheets. I spent a lot of time building those. And yes, it's actually me doing it. And I want you to use it because I know if you put pen to paper, the odds of you succeeding are so much higher. Use the thought box. All right, the next one. If you move, darling, you find your groove. Bam, get up, get after it. Whatever you got to do. You're stuck in the negative, whatever. Do some jumping jacks, do some push-ups, do some squats, move, find your groove. If you've done all this other stuff and you pair it with some movement, you're going to get after it. Like you're going to feel so incredibly good. If you're feeling sulky, if you're feeling down, get up and find some movement where your energy goes, emotion flows. So if your energy is high, if you're moving, if you're grooving, if you're feeling good, you can listen to some music, you could exercise, you could go on a run, you can do so many things to get your mind back in the present. And if your mind is in the present, then it's easier to get you focused on the future. You see, it's hard going from the negative past to an optimistic future. So we got to take our mind through these transitions. Failure tends to want to take us down. Makes us want to look inward and say, gosh, you know, I wish I would have done this different. But at the end of the day, if you move and you find your groove and you do these other things, use these other tools that you now have in your toolbox, you are going to get past failure so incredibly fast that there is nothing that's going to keep you locked in that prison. Move and find your groove. You need to have a playlist on your phone and the greatest music that there is on the planet. Do it. Do it. You must do it. Okay. Move, find your groove. I told you I wasn't going to spend a lot of time in that, but just the act of movement breeds optimism. Put yourself out there into the world in a state that says, yes, let's go. Let's attack. The next one, you know, this one to me is super important. If you follow the process to this point and you've done your 10 minute rule, you watch where energy goes, you've reflected, you've done your thought box and you move and you groove and you've done all these things. Now it's time to be thinking about the future. Now is a moment where we are going to future pace. This thing that I call future pacing is incredibly important. If we can take our mind from the negative past, the failure, the thing that we're in to future pacing, where we are going to go, then there is no way that you can be stuck in that failure. There is no way that you're going to get held back. Future pacing basically means I want you to think about the most amazing thing, that hole in one, that thing that could happen to you, no matter what it is. If it's a rodeo, think about the next rodeo you're going to go to. If it's a football game and you're a wide receiver, think about that next game winning touchdown that could happen at the next game that you have. Remember, the most important time of your life is the next day. So if you're struggling today, think about tomorrow, the next day. If you're a rodeo athlete, the most important thing that you could possibly ever do is to go to the next rodeo. If you're a wide receiver and you're trying to catch passes, whatever it is for you, the most important thing is the next blah, fill in the blank. The next Berryson, blah. The next show, blah. The next conversation with that loved one. See, if you future pace and you say, you know, yeah, this happened. That's all right. I've done all my stuff. I'm good. But now we got to start thinking about the future, the next, the next day, the next pass, the next rodeo, the next win that you're going to have. Future pace, brand it in your brain. Future pace. Myself, I'm constantly living in the future. Where do I want to be in a year from now? Where do I want to be in three years from now? Where do I want to be tomorrow? Where do I want to be in a week? Where do I want to be in a month? See, here's the thing. I know if I can control my day, I can control my week and I can control my month and I can control my year. 
And you can't control all that stuff if you're stuck in the failure of the past. So put your mind on something magnificent in the future that you want to achieve. If you do this, you're going to be putting your mind in a forward action movement that says, hey, failure, get out of here. Failure, you don't control me. I control me. I'm the winner. I'm the one that's moving forward. Not you, failure. Get away from me. No, uh-uh. not my house. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's just not. Not here. Because I'm a champion. That's what you have to tell yourself. Future pace. Thinking about what's going to happen to you in the future and applying it to that moment. Future pace. Do not forget about it. I want you in your PDF grocery sheet, write down. What's the next thing that you can do that could be amazing? What's the next thing that really gets you going? That makes you say, yes, yes, I'm going. I'm going to do it again and again and again and again. What is that one thing? I want you to write it down. PDF grow sheet. Make sure you print it out. Future pace. The last one is one that I had to work on a lot because I used to get stuck in failure, probably like you have or do at times. And truth be known, everybody, I didn't have a lot of training in any of this stuff. I had to go out and find it. I had to read books. And I've never taken a course on any of this stuff. This is all life application and usage and reading these books back here and others that have helped me figure out these systems that take my mindset to the next level. So last one, bam, find gratitude. If you have your PDF growth sheet out, then I want you to look at the two boxes at the bottom. Now, in the first box, we're going to start by putting everything that's right with us. What's going on in our life? Hey, we're healthy. We got healthy kids. Uh, we got a little bit of money in the bank. You know, we got a good car. We got a house that's warm. It's not leaking. There's a plus. We are proud of our family. We have a great relationship with friends. We serve at our church. You see where you begin to write all the things down that are going for you. You got a steady job that pays you decent. You have health benefits with that job. You have the ability to influence other people, to help other people. And how good does it feel to help other people? Man, it feels great. That's why I'm doing this. Feels good. I love it when you guys send me messages. I love it when I get a message on Instagram that's like, hey man, you helped me, you changed my life. Thank you so much. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I want to do that work more. I want to do that work more because I want to help more people. Within this finding gratitude thing, it's hard to take you from a failure to, oh, I'm so grateful. Oh, I feel so great. No, it's hard to do that. So it's a process. These cards I took a lot of time and I decided like, okay, what's this process? How do I outline this process and teach it to somebody else? It's not just like, let's just cover it up with gratitude. You know, I just hit a barrel. I hit a barrel of rodeo for, you know, $2 million or whatever. I feel I'm so grateful. No, it's not a false sense of gratitude. Deep ties of gratitude are what are inevitably going to move you forward through being real with yourself. What are you truly grateful for? Is it your husband? Is it your wife? Is it a girlfriend? Is it a boyfriend? Is it your children? It could be as simple as having a good pair of boots. You know, there's a lot of times in my life where I put duct tape around my boots to keep the soles on, and I would have been incredibly grateful for a pair of boots that did not have holes in them. could be something as simple as that, and that's good, and that's okay. Sometimes the most simple things are the things we can be most grateful for. Sometimes it could be a warm shower. Like, I know that sounds crazy and I know everybody has, but I didn't have warm showers growing up. We didn't have hot water in my house every day of the week. So 
when I got to take a shower one day a week on Saturday, I was very grateful for the warm water that was coming out of the tap. So whatever level you're at, just find that gratefulness at whatever level. And it doesn't matter if you have $10 million in the bank or you have no money in the bank, you can find gratitude in everywhere. And finding gratitude is always important in every circumstance of life, especially dealing with failure. Understanding how to break through failure, how to win and push past failure. So in the first box, why don't you put all the things that you're grateful for? Could be anything. Could be any and a lot of things. And what you'll find out is there are so many things that you are grateful for and that are going right in your life this very moment. And we should be putting our energy on those things. Now, on the other side, what's wrong? Bad conversation with a loved one, broken barrier at a rodeo, bucked off a bull, I bucked off a horse, hit a barrel, animal didn't work good at the show, you know, whatever it is for you, put it in that box. Now they have these two boxes and you got them filled out on your PDF grow sheet because you're a champion and you printed it off and you're writing it in, right? I want you to look down at that list on both the left and the right. And you're going to notice that there is much more for you than there is against you. You have to remember that. There is much more for you than against you. And I don't care what's going on in your life. There is always much more for you than against you. And if you do this simple exercise, I promise you, it will show it to you. It will show it to you. You know where your energy goes, your emotions flow. Look at all the good things that are happening in your life. Look at all the things that you have going for you. I promise you that list is like this, 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 this. And I promise you there's one or two things that you really don't like. And you're feeding all your energy into that one or two things. And what it's doing is creating an invisible prison around you, keeping you held captive and not allowing you to live the life that you truly are meant to live. Find gratitude. No matter what, find gratitude. Not a false sense, but a deep-rooted sense of gratitude. Okay. With that done, that's all of the steps that I have for this training. But I want to leave you with a little bit more. I want to leave you with a little bit of motivation. I want you to remember that failure is not final. Failure is not forever. And I want you to stop treating it like it is. So many times when we fail, we're so caught up in the moment and we haven't had training like I'm teaching you. You get so caught up in the I, that what's going on in me? What did I do? I, 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 I. And we feel like we're stuck in eternal prison of how I messed up. Remember that failure is not final. When you make a mistake, when it doesn't go good, if somebody treats you bad or they failed you, just remember that this is just a moment and this moment will too pass. It will not stay. It has come to pass. It's much like pain. It's temporary. It's not final. It's not forever. It does not define you, but you can redefine it. Your job is to make sure that you don't get stuck in the invisible prison of failure. Allow that failure to redefine you by going out there and learning from it, moving forward from it, getting your state and your mind and your energy in the right place. Understanding that there's so much more for you than against you by finding movement, by utilizing the 10-minute rule to move forward, to let it go instead of letting it explode. So remember that it's not final. It's temporary. It's not here. And this time too shall pass. Good and bad, both shall come to pass. So don't beat yourself up. Give yourself some grace. And you know what? And if you witness somebody else failing, be that light for them. Because I know I've been there. 
And I needed somebody to speak some words of encouragement into me. And I know you've probably been there too. So let it go. It is not forever. Keep moving forward at all costs. So as always, that's it. I hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope that you've learned something from this. Remember, it's a toolbox. We're pulling out our tools. We're applying our tools. We're utilizing our tools. You may not have to do every single one of these things to get your mindset back ready to win. You might have to do one of them, two of them. If there's one that I recommend that you always do is the 10-minute rule. Utilize what applies in your life. If it doesn't apply in your life, then don't use it. This isn't a, you know, you have to do step one, step two, step... No, it's it's a tools in a toolbox. Use the tools that apply for you and go out and win. I hope you do amazing and uh, we'll talk soon. Take care. Hey, my friend, I just wanted to remind you that if you want to take your mental toughness to the next level, I created this thing called the Cowboy Challenge. It's an 11-day mental toughness challenge. If you are struggling with your mental toughness, maybe you don't have the consistency that you want, maybe that your diet sucks, maybe that you're not getting regular sleep, or you're just, you know, maybe lazy. If you want some help getting to the next level with your mindset, with your attitude, with your mental toughness, go ahead and check out the Cowboy Challenge, and it's in the description below. We'll see you soon.